What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Season Gaming Big Cast. It is Saturday, October 10th, and this is Big Cast 126. And we're coming at you today with a duo show. Just me and the Dusty Hole, apparently. That's right, baby. Dusty Hole in the house. The dustiest <laughs> of the holes right here. Oh, and immediately, boy, like out of the gate, we barely even started, and Hassan is already getting his, his we, we have fingers warmed up. Yeah, yeah, right out of the gate. Oh, it's he's ready to go. He's ready, you know. Yeah. The funny thing is, he said, "Ah, but no, I, I, it's not anthem. At least we're it's not talking anthem. It. It's almost it's anthem. Like, That's like probably that more appropriate of what anthem was like than anthem. This is true. This is true. <laughs> so sorry about that. I almost had a crisis for a second. We started, and the the intro music started blasting through my speakers instead of the headset. So I panicked, but luckily it was just the quick uh, little flip setting on my PC. So, um, what's going on, everyone? Welcome. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. So this week we um, and Hassan, thank you very much for the. For <laughs> oh, I love this. You these super chats, man. So Hassan, thanks as always, man. Really appreciate it. Pampa had to come in right afterwards, and uh, he's already throwing up the anthem five dollar subway super chat. So. <laughs> $5 footlong Subway Anthem sponsored Super Chat. Well, we're off to a great start, aren't we? This is just great for the audio listener. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, we um, we talked to some, some guests this week. Uh, we're still working out schedules. We've got guests lined up for next week. But we figured this week, you know, there's a lot of news, a lot of things to talk about on uh, PlayStation 5 in particular. We've got Baldur's Gate 3. We've got Xbox Fan Fest Digital. Uh, Cyberpunk's gone gold. There's a whole bunch of things to touch on. So, Dan and I are going to tackle this together. Um, always like going back to the uh, the duo show. It's just fun. Um, yeah. And of course, we can uh, talk more with our community. So thanks for joining us. Let's go ahead and uh, get into a little bit. So biggest thing this week, PlayStation 5. So we got the official teardown finally um, in traditional kind of Sony slash PlayStation fashion. It was very, very formal. <laughs> it was a planned white room single guy who barely said anything with a set of tools taking this thing apart piece by piece for seven minutes and what we saw really i mean there's not a whole lot to learn here that we didn't already know but you know a couple things we we do know right is the as expected we talked previously about the xbox series x having the kind of modular uh you know square design and what we said about the PS5 being so tall and kind of narrow was that they obviously are using a traditional motherboard, right? Um, because, you know, even in your PCs, it's tall and narrow. And sure enough, that's what we see here with the PS5 motherboard, right? Um, the interesting thing here about the the sock or the, um, you know, the, the chip is that uh, because it's overclocked, it's running really hot. Um, and so they're actually using liquid metal cooling underneath of it. Um, which they said they've tested for a very long time now because liquid metal can be a little finicky after yeah. time. Um, but, you know, obviously, I'm sure all their engineers consider that have been testing it for a very long time. So they're using liquid metal under the sock. And then um, they also are using a massive heat pipe designed heat sink, which when he took this thing out, I was like, Jesus, man, that is a huge, huge part of the actual console itself. It looks like to be about half the size of the damn box. It's gigantic, man. I've never, yeah. you know, I, I'm not, a, like I said, I'm not a huge tech guy. So it's like when I saw that, I mean, I've seen heat sinks before. I've never seen anything like that ever. No. I mean, fantastic, you know, hopefully. 
<laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, but we'll see. <laughs> it's humongous. Yeah, so I I find it weird, and I'm not an engineer at any means, and I don't want to, I'm not going to be one of those guys that questions what these guys do. All of these teams that build these things are freaking brilliant. They work on this stuff for years. So the people on Twitter, you know, questioning, well, why'd they do this? Or that looks stupid, or that's a bad design. Just stop it. Okay. If you knew what you were talking about, you'd be one of these engineers. Um, but are those pipes in the middle? What the hell? Yeah, it's a heat pipe. Yeah, it's a heat pipe design. Lord. And that's the weird thing about it is that heat pipes, from what I've read, again, not going on any expert knowledge here, what I've read are about 30% less efficient for cooling than vapor chambers. Mm-hmm. And the Xbox Series X is using that square vapor cha- chamber. Mm-hmm. Um, what Sony said is, yes, it's using heat pipes, but because of the size and the design, it's as efficient and cools as efficiently as a vapor chamber. So I don't know if they had to do that because of the, you know, the angles or who knows. Um, but long story short, between all the different cooling solutions they have in there, the vents, the fans, everything else, hopefully the PS5 is not only going to stay cool, but be quiet as well, which apparently yeah. they insulated certain areas of the uh, interior of the console and they even insulated the disk drive for the disk version so that you don't even hear the disk spinning, which is nice. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I, I have no idea. I, like the I look at the inside of that stuff. I saw dust holes, obviously. I saw the fans, and that's about the limit of my knowledge <laughs> on anything tech-wise. <laughs> the liquid cooling stuff, like I looked that stuff up, and yeah. it's yeah, it sounds super finicky, mostly during the application process. You know, you can't get it on anything else. You, you know, because it'll cause you know, the motherboard to sh- you know, short circuit. This is all stuff that I've read. That I don't actually know, you know. So, so you know, between that and thermal paste, you know, I assume that's the other thing that you know that's the more widely used, you know. Yes. Uh, thing. Much, yeah. Okay. Much more widely used. Yeah. So this is, you know, my only worry with it is that it's it's been around for what two three years now. Few you know, years. And, yeah. Yeah. And, from and what, again, from what I read, I'm no expert on this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Me neither. So it, it, it's. As long as it's good in the long run, that's my biggest concern, I guess. You know, I don't know how that stuff, it, does it dry out? Does it, you know, do you have to reapply it? Like, you know, I know with thermal paste, you you know, people have to reapply stuff. Yeah. And, you know. Especially and, on X, it had an issue with that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, God, man, I have no clue. I mean, <laughs> it looks insane. Like, you know, it, but, you know, for the most part, as long as I play my games. Yep, yep. And uh, so, Pompa, I appreciate the $5 Super Chat, man. For whatever reason, our integrated software here is not letting me put it on the screen. It's not showing up as one I can pull up. But thank you very much yeah, for good. the uh, subway. Yeah, I've, I've been looking for it. It's not there. Um, so Walter has a good point here. Um, you know, considering the size of the PS5, the pipes make sense because you can connect it directly to your chimney to get that heat dissipation, you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna yield to Walter because I have no. Idea. Um, but yeah, it's uh, if nothing else on the teardown, it was definitely interesting. I think when you compare, you know, we talked about the comparison to the Xbox Series X, and you can see we've talked before about that split motherboard and how it allows it to be much more compact, right? And you can see that in the pictures if you look at that and the two layered motherboard, how they connected it versus this large flat space. That's just the difference right there in the shape of the console. No, oh, yeah, for sure. That's it. Um, now again, this is an actual engineer, not trying to stoke any flames. It doesn't matter at the end of the day on both systems. Um, one thing I just saw in one of our comments here, um, where is it? Sorry. Uh, SSS TTTT. 
Okay, couldn't choose a username. That's fine. Um, but yeah, Microsoft did a hell of a job on the Series X design. And and I, like I said, I don't not trying to compare the two. I'm sure there's a million engineering reasons why the two are the way they are. Um, but I did see Albert Pinello. Did you see his comment on this? No, I did not. Okay, so Albert Pinello, if you're not familiar with who he is, he is the engineer at Xbox who was there for, I don't know, 20 years. And he's at Amazon now. He helped build, he's helping to build Luna. Um, mm. But he, uh, you know, he said this. He said, usually something's more powerful, smaller, and quieter. It's called better engineer. So he said Xbox One X was the same way. Why are people surprised? Um, and he's not one to really kind of stoke, you know, he never talks crap, essentially, I guess that would be. Um, so like I said, it doesn't really matter, but it, it is interesting, if nothing else, that, um, you know, just based on the differences in design decisions that uh, the Xbox Series X is substantially smaller um, than the PS5, as big as it is. So is what it is. Yeah, I'm good with it. Yeah. Again, as long as they, they both don't break. <laughs> Yeah, they both uh, aren't super loud. I'm happy. I'll get your extended warranties for sure. I mean, that is yeah. 100%. Do it. Do yeah, it. I'm going to have to think about that. I hadn't done that yet. Oh, yeah. I got one for PS5, one for the XX or SXX, the Series X. God, I still hate the word. But, <laughs> you know, it, it, you got you to have them, man. I mean, you never know what's going to happen. I've had, you know, two of these Elite controllers go out. That were supposed to be super highly tested and run through whatever thing they they, they it just happens. Shit happens. You yeah. never know, you know, what's gonna happen to these things. You know, the PS5 could explode when you take it out of the box. <laughs> that's that's what's gonna happen. So if it doesn't flatten you first. Right. Yeah. If you can get it out of the box, you can lift it. Yes. Deadlift. You'll be good. So <laughs> um, warranty. It's worth it. 40 bucks. The, uh, I don't have a picture here handy. Um, I'm surprised you haven't taken yours apart yet, man. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's it's not as easy as that guy made it look. <laughs> he's, <fair. experienced>. yeah. <laughs> he's much stronger than I am, even though he's, <laughs> he's much smaller than I am. Um, I, did find it, I did find it funny. They, the the engineer, the the I, he was the principal engineer or senior, I forget. But um, you know, when he was sitting there, he looked like a pretty small guy, right? And the console yeah. sitting next to him looked like as big as his torso. It was just quite funny. He was huge. Yeah. Mm. Um, but we did see the expansion slot for the additional internal um drive that you can put in, which is nice. And it's you know, you take off that cover plate, and then it's the next thing right there that you can unscrew. You can get to it pretty quickly. Um, yeah. So I'm looking forward to as that as you know drive prices come down, putting in another terabyte or two in the PS5, closing it up, and then never having to worry about it again. Yeah, which is cool. That'll be so, nice. And they they finally came out with some uh, NVMEs that will yeah. work with it, which yeah, are 240 terabyte. Yeah, it's yeah, well, I saw I think I saw it for 220 somewhere. Okay, basically it's basically the same price. Yeah, same thing. Same thing. So, yeah. Well, the, I saw they have a two terabyte one for 550. Yeah, that's, so, I mean, if you're feeling generous. I get, yeah, if you really want to go, I mean, with those, they're going to go down in price. Oh, 100%. Yeah. You know, and we got news this week that, uh, was it Jason Ronald, the guy I didn't know till last week, he said that third party will be working potentially on these, uh, the Series SX. Remember Both of them, the expansion yeah. card. Yeah. Yeah, the expansion card. Yeah. So yeah. that'll be nice. Hoping Mad Cats comes out of retirement. <laughs> Bring it on. It'll work for a week. Yeah. Yep. 
um what was the uh there was one other thing i was going to mention uh on the teardown and now i can't remember oh the plates themselves so the you know the i don't know what the official word is i'm calling them fins or whatever they Mm -hmm. definitely look very um they're obviously plastic but when you see him lift it actually bends so it's obvious they're they're really kind of light and not flimsy that's not a good word but you know what i mean right they're easy to move on and off um they reminded me a lot of the xbox 360 faceplate where I can almost guarantee we're going to see customized ones, right? Um, not just third party, like people themselves painting them and doing stuff. We'll see that for sure. But I would imagine Sony is going to sell licensed game-related fins as, as uh, new releases come out. You think so? I think they won't. Really? I think what they'll do, well, how the hell are you going to sell special edition systems then? You know what I mean? Why would you need to? Why? Because they like money. No, no, but that's what I mean. The fins, like a custom two plastic fins, you could probably make those for less than five bucks and sell them for fifty plus. That's what the, I'm the profit that's margin's going to be bigger than a console. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, but yeah, I mean, I, I can just see them being, you know, Sony. <laughs> well, that's that's what I mean. Though. If the profit margin, say you um, Demon you Souls is bad, launch, but you say Demon Souls is launching, you can get Demon Souls Digital Deluxe Edition collector's edition and by the way for your ps5 buy these 50 70 even 80 dollar fins because sony they cost five bucks to make they got a 75 dollar profit that's true i never thought about that way yep that's what they'll do like 10 different sets of these things that's well, what i mean you know every time a big release like figure god of war ragnarok comes out they release them with the big ragnarok symbol on mm-hmm. one side and like the axe on the other they'll sell like hotcakes Man, now I'm getting excited. Now, now I wonder, Miles Morales on one side and Peter Parker on the other. I wonder if like they'll they'll license it to third party, you know, people where they can just or just sell the fins like as they come, you know, like just marketing deals. So if they have like Call of Duty, they have the marketing deal for you. They could start to say that includes design on custom panels. Oh man, Walter, yeah, season gaming fins. That's what I'm talking about. That would be bad ass. Now I'm. That's pretty cool, actually. What yeah, I have to is. do is get a big, um, get a big uh, uh, season gaming sticker, like the uh, skull or one of these, and just you know, a clear, a transparent sticker, and then you can put it on the side, and you won't even know it's a sticker. You know what I mean? Oh, we just gotta get Diego to design some. Yeah, Diego, get on it. Let's get go. Yep. Here we go. Yep, get on it. Yeah, we're they'll just sell decals. That's pretty much how their custom consoles are. That's pretty true. They've been pretty crap with custom consoles, to be fair. It's crazy to me that you, you see all these fan-made things and they're so good looking, you know, like that Spider-Man one that came out yep. or, you know, it, it, it's just, just the, even the black fins looked awesome. Yep. So, I mean, it's just, and then they, they come out with, you know, a leaf, you know, get out of here with that garbage. The leaf was bad. Yeah. Carl, I'll just leave them off and go full Mad Max. <laughs> <laughs> you just see the, uh, the metal fans on the side. Yeah. That's yeah he doesn't fun. care. <laughs> but um yeah no I, I i certainly think especially if they actually put some effort into them um and see some qualities like i would buy demon souls ones at launch without even a second thought yeah you know um put some cool designs on both sides let's let's get it going man come on but you can do some like really cool like embossed stuff and that's what i mean yeah like put some effort into it some quality stuff not stickers yeah season gaming we're gonna stick to stickers yeah. um but, you know okay with that <laughs> All right. Um, the other big news for PlayStation 5, of course, was backwards compatibility. A lot of talk about that, uh, even up through yesterday. Um, and so what we've learned is this. 
Um, it's good news, but also confusing news. That's um, cool. The good news is is that they have confirmed that the vast majority, nearly all, PS4 games will work on PS5. That's the good news. Um, that's about as simple as it gets, because from there, there start to be some slightly weird things. Um, so I actually uh, put up an article yesterday, which tried to walk through this as best as possible. So we'll talk through it real quick. And you can kind of keep me honest, and we can kind of talk through this with the uh, with the audience. So, the games themselves, obviously, if you have a disc, you put the disc in and play the game. Fine. Digital, you have three ways to do this. You can store it on an external hard drive, as we know, plug it in via USB and play it off the hard drive. Um, you can transfer to the PS5 over Wi-Fi and your internal house network, which is something um, they do already. PS4 and Xbox, both, you can do that today. So, that's good. Um, or it says once they added this yesterday, once you're logged into your PS5, you can find the game in your own library and re-download it from a digital perspective. So that's good. Yeah. Right. I mean, why, yeah. Why wouldn't you be able to do that? That's data. A- oh, true. Yeah. But I think that at least they have other options for people with data caps. Right. Right. True. Um, now all that's fine. Um, additionally, like playing the games, um, where am I looking here? PS4 game performance. So they also reaffirmed yesterday, this thing called game boost, which very similar to what we're seeing on these um, Digital Foundry and stuff videos with Xbox Series X, right? This is really about uh, allowing the PS5 hardware power to uh, enhance the previous generation games, right? So if you had unlocked frame rates, it's going to boost that frame rate up. Um, they also, they didn't touch as much on resolution, but they have alluded to the fact that, you know, there'll be resolution and, and quality improvements as well. Pretty much similar to what you could expect, um, as we saw, excuse me. <clears throat> now, the where this is where it starts to get interesting now. They had a lot of caveats in these are in this post they had. So the first was that some PS4 games may experience errors or unexpected behavior when attempting to play them on the PS5, and some features may also not work as intended. Um I have no idea what they're referring to there. I guess we're going to find out. <clears throat> I would say it's probably either stuff that works with like the touchpad you know, if it's like, uh, which would suck for a lot of games like Horizon Zero Dawn, but I mean, or, or maybe like something to do with the camera. I don't know, man. Yeah. Well, we know the cat. We'll get to that. Yeah. The camera. That <laughs> uh, they actually recommend to play your PS4 games on the PS5 first for a while before purchasing any DLC or in-game items to ensure it works properly. So that's okay. that's a weird statement to throw out there too. But what um, you probably would have played most of that stuff already. It's a really small amount of people that would that would affect. I would think. I think so. Yeah, and, and also right, the first party studios, the ones that make all the the big exclusives that people love to play. So you're talking your God of War, your Horizon, your Naughty Dog games, right? Ghosts, uh, Ghost. Um, all of those have already come out and basically said, you know, we're enhancing this. It's going to be playable PS5, high, 60 FPS on Ghost of Tsushima, things like that, right? So I, I think from a first-party perspective, you won't have to worry about any issues. No. Um, this may be those, you know, just obscure third-party games that may run into stuff. Um, then if you're playing a PS4 game on the PS5 and it's one that's received a PS5 enhancement, it's not automatically just going to do that for you. It's not... <laughs> I hate to use the term, but it's not smart delivery, right? It's not just going to install that for you. You have to either go to the game hub for that game 
or you have to go to the PSN store, find the game and look to see if it has an enhancement and then download it. Mm. So you have to be aware of that. It's yep. not just going to do it for you. Now, game saves. This is also where it gets kind of interesting because there's still open questions on this because of the way they worded it. So they said, according to uh, their post, you can say you can transfer game save data the same way you transfer games themselves. That is either by Wi-Fi transfer or via an external drive. So the way they worded it is that even if you're physical or digital and you're playing a game on PS5, you need to make sure that you have that game save on that drive or USB or somewhere ported over to the PS5. Right. So they came out yesterday. So the, the big question, one of the big questions we had is, is it possible to get your save on the PS5 and then upload it to the cloud? Remember you asked this? That way you don't have to worry about it in the future. Yeah, I think they confirmed that, didn't they? They did. They said if you're a PS Plus, if you're a PS Plus member, not everyone, if you're a PS Plus member, your PS4 saves can sync to cloud storage on the PS5. Um, that's pretty much all they said. Huh. All right. Well, I mean, that's that's isn't that how it works now, though? I mean, I've never not had PS Plus. But it always you know, when you go to when you go to look at like your your cloud saves and everything, it always shows that little plus sign. Yes, you know, so that's kind the, of the, same thing. the only open question still because of the way they worded it. Right, it says this is literally the quote. And if you are a PS Plus member, you can also sync PS4 game saves on PS5 through cloud storage. Right, okay. makes sense in theory. But what they didn't. What that doesn't say is if you just log into your PS5, have your game, can you download your current PS4 save? I don't think so, based on the way they worded this. I well, think what yeah. they're saying is you have to get the save to the PS5, and then you can sync it. Yeah, that's super weird. And so and cool. I think it goes back to what the conversation we were having last week and what um, Carl and I have talked about a lot in chat offline is it feels like Sony is creating a new future-based instance of PSN, and this is part of that transition for people's profiles. I mean, what, at what point, though, I mean, do you not just make everything work through generations? You know what I mean? Like, with Xbox, it's always going to be the same thing. Like, I'm, I'm guessing when I boot up a 360 game on my Series X, it's going to sync with whatever cloud save I've had back in the day or whatever, assuming but they, but they've been set up for that for many years now. Right. PSN hasn't. Right. Okay. But are they, here's my question to that. Are they going to, is this, you know, you're, you're trying, they're trying to future proof what they're doing, I guess. Yeah. Right. So how long does that go to, you know, does that go to the end of the generation? Cause they could have done that, you know, back in the day, they just chose not to. I mean, I, I don't know anything about the internals and how everything works with the PS3. Like, is, is it, when you say back end, yep. this stuff, you know, is it, is there a, a, a stopping point? It's like, okay, well, we're, we're working towards the future of, you know, the, the PSN on PS5. Yes. Once we get to PS6, we're gonna no, have to yeah. do this whole thing again. It, it, I, I get what you're asking. Okay. So if, if it's the way that I'm thinking of it, I think it's Carl's thinking of it because, you know, we've talked about this offline, right? Um, is it would be from this moment forward, you won't have to worry about this anymore. Okay. So they're basically yeah. starting what Xbox started. 
20 yes, years. Yes. Um, and they're, they're, they're laying that foundation for the future right. so that they don't have to worry about this again. Cool. But I think I said it, I think I said it last work last week, right? It's like short-term pain, long-term gain is that this will be better for everyone. PlayStation community entirely in the future. Um, but some of that pain is what we're seeing with all this confusion right now is right. because they don't have, there's no, there's no, um, the foundation they're on today is not the foundation they're going to be on in the future. And there's, you know, there's issues with pulling that over. If you also saw the announcement this week that they're, um, shutting down a lot of the older stuff, right? Um, did you see that the store on PS yeah. uh, Vita PS3, like, you can see them starting to jettison anything pre PS4. Yeah. Um, and just that's kind of like the old stuff now. We'll do what we can because PS4, as we've talked about, is so popular, such a big success thing for PlayStation. You have to do everything you can to bring that stuff forward, um, which is what there's, it looks like they're doing. But everything else is just, it's not worth it. Move on. We're starting fresh on this new PSN instance. Gotcha. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I, I, I never had a PS3 and digital really wasn't a thing back, you know, yeah. back in the PS2 days. So yeah. that's fine. Most of my stuff, as long as it carries over, I, I've got a lot invested into the Xbox ecosystem just from an economic standpoint, from me buying too much shit. And then also the PS4. So so as long as that stuff's going to come over in one way or another, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. I have to get a another external hard drive to make sure everything's on there. Actually, you know what I'm going to do? I think I have the the old, uh, my old PS4 hard drive. I should be able to reformat that some bitch. And oh, an external one you used? Yeah, well, the, it was the internal drive for the Pro. It's just a regular okay. hard drive. So I, I think I can reformat that and yeah. then just make that an extended yeah. hard drive. I should. Yeah, I'll put it in a case with a USB. Yeah, it's fine. So, it, yeah, beautiful. I have, I have terabyte sitting right here it's not an ssd but a standard that i'm gonna uh do the same thing yeah i used to use it on my xbox a few years ago before i got the ssd um yeah i haven't used it for anything i'm just gonna reformat it put all the stuff i need from my ps4 move it to ps5 you know get past all this stuff right and then the nice thing like we're saying just like matt said here uh it'll take a long time to make this kind of transition but once you do it in the long run you're set so. Yeah, I'm good with it, man. Then they, yeah, uh, and once I get them over there, I can just cloud save it, and whatever I decide I want to play, correct, it'll be there, and I don't have to worry yeah, about it's it. Gonna, it's gonna feel like Xbox. You'll just log on, sign in, and you'll be there. Right. Which is where it's where it should have been on the PS4 gen. Uh, to me, as someone, uh, I always say, kind of in that realm, right? In the it's disappointing that they didn't move there sooner. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know what. There's probably a million reasons why that is. But um, it's nice to see him doing it now. And to Carl's point, one of the things I find most interesting is that where does Azure play into this? Because as we know, was it early this year, late last, that Sony, corporate Sony, signed the deal with Microsoft to start using Azure for some of their you know, cloud infrastructure? It would be really kind of funny if you think about it, that if they were building this new PSN for the future of PlayStation, if some of that back end was built on Azure. Actually, it's going to be built on the, uh, when they take out the, the Series X or the Xbox One X, I'm sorry, you know, from the servers, when they put it in the Series X. That's what Sony gets. They're running <laughs> all the X Cloud Blades. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you guys can have this stuff. Um, we're going to keep this. Yeah, yeah they'll, they'll get the old blades. The, uh, the X Cloud B system. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is actually, this stuff runs off of Windows 95. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, my God. Um, the only other stuff to be aware of, uh, if you're listening to this, is you mentioned the camera. So the new HD camera, the, the PS5 one, it doesn't yeah. work with PSVR. You have to use your PS4 camera. Again, yeah. annoying. Um, the DualSense controller, you know, PlayStation 4 DualShock had the share button. Mm. Well, that's changing to a create button, which I'm presuming has some new software for creating clips and other things, right? Um, there's some compatibility stuff. You can find it on our post on our site about that. It's different from the share button. So if you're playing a PS4 game on your PS5, it's different. Um, apparently, this is a weird one, too, is that PS5 automatically enables HDR from the outset. Like when you turn on your PS5, HDR is on. Um, okay. So a bunch of PS4 games obviously don't support HDR. So you'll have to turn that off. That's like a, a awareness thing. Turn it off. Um, wow. So so that's not at a that's at a hardware level? That's no, or... it's an option in the menu you can change. But it's oh, just okay. defaulted on. Like on the PS4, you had to go into the menu and turn HDR capability on. On PS5, it's just defaulted on, so you have to go turn it off. If you know what I mean. Well, I mean, it, but games couldn't just run with uh, that on. It, I mean, it's saying, well, the problem is if you don't have an HDR TV, right, and you turn your PS5 on, um, I don't know how that works. Uh, it'll have to format it somehow. Right. I don't know. I have yeah. no idea about that stuff. Like my with the Xbox, it's it automatically detects it and yes. then turns it on. So. Yeah. You know, but I can still go out back and play games that weren't made with HDR. It's not an issue. Yeah, I, I'm you know just. I mean? Yeah, this is literally copy pasted from their site, dude. I don't know what they it are just. Dumb. Um, and then further alluding to this new PSN instance that I think is happening in the background, a lot of these old kind of uh, features from PS4 and PSN that really aren't heavily used are not being supported on PS5. So it says PS4 tournaments feature not supported in game live from PlayStation, not supported hmm. and PS five does not support the PS four second screen app or game companion apps either. So yeah. again, they're just getting rid of all this old stuff. That's not used heavily and moving on. Yeah. I don't know any of that stuff. So cool. I've never used any of it. Yeah. yeah. Nope. Awesome. So anyway, that's uh, I hope that's clear as mud for everyone. Um, so have fun. You know, the first I'm glad I'm off, you know, I'm off from November 12th through i've got a lot of time off uh because cyberpunk's gonna run my life after the yeah. 19th but um you know I'll, I'll be taking some time when i set up to just my big thing when i get a new console i don't know about you but like you know unbox it enjoy that experience of new hardware right plug it in but but before yeah. i play thing i have to like everything has to be configured just right like i have to have my hard oh, drives all my games have to be installed I have to have every, all my settings right. Like everything has to be right before I can actually play. You, you know, be, people make fun of these people. I'm going to smell the shit out of that stuff. As soon as it comes out of the box, I'm going to be like, oh, oh, yeah. Smell new hardware, man. It's awesome. Oh, man. It's like yeah. walking into Home Depot, man. You kind of get like a semi. You're just like, oh, okay. yeah. Stop, yeah. But, you know, yeah. I get it. I'm, I'm, mine's a car thing. New car smell. Right. That too, right? Or, or, like, or like, you know, you just got a smoker, right? When you get that smoke rolling for the first time, you get that. Yeah, mm, I did yeah. that last week. It was man, something. that's what I'm talking about. It's the best. It's yeah. the best. It's the little things for yeah. new, new launches. That's, <laughs> that's a that's a huge quality of life thing for me. Oh yeah, man, I, yeah. I love this stuff. Like I'll take time looking at the box. Like I'm a weirdo. I'm an absolute yep. weirdo. Yep. So no, you, you know, I mean, I, I like I was sitting here the other day. I was like, man, I got to do some wire management really bad. Yeah. You know, and 
And I was like, do I do it now or do I wait a month and just do it all at one time where I'm just going to have the whole shebang bang, I get everything else, you know, set up again. I'm thinking about, this is crazy to me, but I'm, I'm, I might wall mount my, uh, my new systems yeah. and, and like hide them behind the, cause I don't have that way. I don't have to look at them. Oh. I can't. Yeah. Well, listen, I, I'm what about custom consoles. I mean, then I'm screwed, basically. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I would like that, but the problem is, I, I've got a very little bit amount of space where my in my entertainment system. Yeah. I don't like. I, I have to lay that Xbox Series X on its side because yeah. it just won't fit. In I mean, it'll fit, but I'm not going to take that risk. So I can't have it laying outside because my LCD will go crazy. The PS5 takes up you know half of it, so. <laughs> This is going to make room for a crap load of like maybe controllers and I'll just have like a bunch of controllers down there. And yeah, I, I want to get here, a little here, bit of physical yeah. game case. No, that's never going to happen. That's the dumbest shit you've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, Carl gave us, he said uh, on the HDR thing, you just don't get the wide color. You spelled color wrong, Carl. Um, color settings, bad wording mm-hmm. again by PlayStation. So that's a shock. Work, you just won't get the right color and uh they you know english kind of made the english language i know you know but we speak american here on this big cast um but no thanks for that carl um where was i so uh you you know you joked about smelling the console um and that'll segue no perfectly to um yeah, segue us perfectly to what was supposed to be, I think, some big news for PlayStation 5 at the start of the week, which was the Japanese YouTubers. Uh, several of them got their hands on with PS5 and a couple games. Now, what I thought was going to happen, and maybe it's just the assumptions based on what we've seen here in the U.S. with uh, Xbox, or really not just the U.S., but around the world, um, with them just giving the Series X to to major influencers, right, um, and letting them do whatever they want to do with it. The PS5 one was different. So this was a controlled environment. They couldn't even touch the system. They were literally not allowed to touch it. Um, they could only play two games, which was Astro's Playroom to demo the DualSense controller and Godfall, right? Um, and there's other things they could do. They couldn't see the UI. Um, they couldn't show loading. Uh, they couldn't do a bunch of things. It was a very, very strange way to initially demo your system, in my opinion. And again... You know, we were joking prior to the show, but you were talking about smelling. And this guy, um, I, I don't know his name. He became a sensation this week across social media because he was uh, incredibly overjoyed in a unique fashion at the PlayStation 5. I'm trying to figure out the best way to word this. That's probably um, the best way to word And, you know, I've made this point, right? Look, cultures are very different around the world. And I don't know a whole lot about Japanese culture. I know enough to know that they do a lot of quirky, what we would consider quirky things. And so I don't know who this guy is. I know he was overjoyed at a lot of things and being really goofy about it. Hey, you know, more power to him. He, yeah. If nothing else, he was happy, right? That's right. That's I can say. He was yeah. happy. So He's still standing. He's still standing. And you know what? Yeah. He's the one who played the PS5. We have it. Yeah, because he's the rocket man. I think his name might be Daniel. <laughs> Ooh, I'm dropping the references. Oh, my God. But to the, to the point, anyway, is that right. um, all we got out of this was really some 
curated game footage um, and footage of like the dual sense and stuff. It was not what I expected. I really wish for more. Um, so I'm still waiting on seeing people have a true kind of hands-on with it. Cause I don't consider that a true hands-on. Well, it's literally hands off. By <laughs> In fact, this guy, right? He even made a, he even made a gif of going up to touch it and basically having to stop. Um, yeah. Like he's so close in that picture. It was probably breaking some kind of Indian or our with that. Yeah, I think one of his hairs touched then, it. So he yeah. has pulled it back from him now. Yeah. He's disappeared. <laughs> Nobody, nobody's seen him since. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's weird that, you know, you, you have, it's so different. And like you said, you know, it's a cultural thing. I think mostly, you know, what Xbox has done is, you know, basically put a month before, you know, the, the console launches is put, the unit in the hands of all of these, not just, you know, influencers, but also, you know, reporters, uh, journalists, every, you know, a lot of people have it. Now they're yeah. also, they've also got, you know, a, kind of that weird uh, NDA thing where it seems like yeah. everything opens up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. You know, that's fine. You know, kind of hopefully there towards the end, we get to see actual next gen gameplay. I think that's what a lot of people are waiting on still. Yeah. And we haven't seen I mean we saw a little bit I guess with Godfall, but it's it's not the same, you know, and it's once digital foundry really goes to town on these things. That's, that's what everyone's waiting for. That's, yeah, everybody's waiting for it. You know, and, and shout out to those guys. They did like a a million viewer or a million subs stream. Yeah. Oh, watch that. God, it was so good. It, okay. it was so cool watching like where they came from and, you know, how the whole thing started and stuff. I mean, I, I watched it last night. It was kind of long, but it's really, really good. Those guys are just fun to watch. And I don't understand half the things they're saying. Well, but. when, uh, you know, in 2038, we'll do our 1 million sub stream. Yes. And, uh, we've got a, we've got time to plan it. Yeah, I'll be, it'll be you and a skeleton over here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with a Diet Coke sitting next to him. <laughs> it's just that picture of the skeleton in the chair holding like yeah, a Coke. That's going to be it. Yep. <laughs> yes, Vazma says uh, his name is Austin Powers. He, he definitely yeah, got the Austin, Austin Powers and Elton John references galore this week, that guy. So, yeah. I mean, I'm, it's cool they're finally getting this stuff into it. And hopefully soon we'll see, maybe this week we'll see some more stuff come out. Uh, I'm getting anxious now. Now, now you're getting to the point where you're so close that, yeah. you know, next Tuesday or Wednesday or third, I don't know what day it is, but the ghost of Shishima is coming out with their uh, new game plus and legends. And I'm like, man, I really want to go play back and play the new game plus, but I only got to wait a few weeks and then I can play it on, you know, the new system, you know, that's going to be 60 FPS now. Yep. And, you know, so it's like, it, it's, it's, you're starting to see this stuff and it, and these machines that we have are starting to be, you know, I know I'm going to say, obsolete. yeah, I want to get rid of them. I want to punch <laughs> them in the face. Like I'm, I'm playing, you know, uh, what the hell was I playing? Oh, that like Genshin Impact game. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, and I can, it looks great, but, you know, I want to see what it does on the PS5. Yeah. I want to see what, you know. Crash looks like it looks amazing on the One X. What's it going to look like on the Series X without like 
the developer going in and enhancing it. Yeah. So there's a ton, man. Gosh, I, I really don't even want to play games, but I have to play games. It's funny you mentioned Ghost of Tsushima because you know me, I still haven't finished the damn thing. And yeah, I actually went to turn it on last weekend and I did. And then I did end up, I played for like five minutes. And then, um, we saw this this week and I thought to myself, now, well, now I'm waiting, right? Why would I, yeah. why would I finish it now? Just play it in 60 FPS at a higher res and, you know, with all the new features, um, in the future. Yeah. Um, it's, 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 it's that weird time where it's just like, you know, I still want to play games, but I also want to play it on some really, really good hardware. So unfortunately it is what it is. What are you going to do? Gold is what it is. All yeah. right. Yeah, but you're right. We are close. In fact, it's October 10th. We are literally one month to the day um, from Series X and Series nice. S. Um, one month. It's hard to believe because we've been talking about when did when? So we started talking about next gen, obviously a couple of years ago, right? But right. When it really started to come out was when we got some of that leaked news on the two console approach from Xbox. Mm-hmm. I wrote that article originally in April of last year, so it's been a year and a half. It's crazy. Um, yeah, it's nuts. It seems and, like it's been a lot longer than that. I don't know if it's because of this whole pandemic. 2020 has been eight years. Yeah, it's, it's dragging <laughs> ass. <laughs> you know, get on the stick here a little bit. Yeah. Nuts. So I do have some good news for you, though. Okay, good. Cyberpunk is gold. Oh, baby. No more delays. Nothing else to worry about. This will be us. in crunch. And, and we're not going to get into that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not worried about crunch, but yeah. Uh, we are going to be in Night City. That'll be us on our bikes here in T minus, what, a month and nine days. Yep. God damn it. I'm going to have to wait. Why is do you that, have to wait? Now, wait a minute now. Is, oh, no, I don't because I'm going to I have to no. So that whole week is going to be me playing Valhalla. It's going to yeah, be insane. You've got to plow through Valhalla. And get it's going to be. Yeah. That's going to be some crunch. You guys want to talk about crunch? You've got to play a fucking Assassin's Creed game. And yeah. all of our uh, employees yeah. are properly Somebody give me Schreier's number. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that call. exposure to season gaming. Go for it. True, yeah. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll take the hit. Yeah, we are a non-monetized site. You can argue about crunch all you guys want. Fantastic. <laughs> all right. Um, it's exciting, man. I mean, that's, that's obviously the big game that a lot of us are looking forward to and you know that's i i wish yeah you know, I, I hate I'm not, I'm not trying to put this on the devs or anything i wish like the the actual you know next gen enhancements were going to be there on launch yeah, but i i'm fine with you know it, it's it's those kind of games while they look great and they're awesome it's always more about how the story is told and you know everything else you look at like the witcher 3 it, it it looked fine. It looked really good, but it wasn't. It was a side part. You know, it was the cheesy corn of the the main meal here. So, you know, it, it's 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 gonna be awesome. That's all I got to say. Some good cheesy Pretty corn, though. Good cheesy corn, <laughs> but it wasn't the meat. Um, no, I'm I'm incredibly pumped. I still can't decide if I'm gonna. I think what I'm honestly gonna do because I'm reviewing Cyberpunk is I'm gonna play it on PC in ultra wide ultra settings mm. to review it and use the um what do you call it we talked about the uh, not the job role what are they calling the three things you start as you know, know the, the, the nomad or the corpo or the street kid yeah, i can't remember what they call them 
Yeah, I can't remember. But anyway, pick one of those that I wasn't going to use. Um, do that for the review and then go back on the Series X um, play it. The only thing that sucks, though, is that that's a game, man. I, I need to play on the OLED. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. the ultra wide monitor is, is beautiful and gorgeous, but the actual screen quality can't match the OLED. We need about a 50 foot HDMI cord and just run it. Remember from us? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> super long. Yeah. You just run it all the way across your, uh, your basement there. You'd be good. Yeah. If, well, you know, I could, if it supports, um, we, we don't need to get into my setup, but yes, it's, it is something I could do. And I'm, I'm hoping that it supports proper um, controller options because I want to play with the Elite. Um, so I'm sure it will, though, being CD Projekt Red. They're not going to overlook that. Mm -hmm. That's what they're crunching on right now, actually. Yeah, yep, that's it. That's, <laughs> what, that's what we got these articles. And again, we're not making fun of crunches. As you see, actually, so two things about while we're talking cyberpunk, we might as well touch on it. Did you see um, one? Um, Game Informer was doing their podcast and they had some quotes from uh, cyberpunk employees basically countering Jason Schreier's article mm -hmm. saying that, you know, a lot of us wanted to work these hours to make sure the stuff was the way we wanted it to be for when the game releases. Oh, you mean um, people that take pride in their word? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That aren't lazy pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah. Nothing yeah. drives me more crazy than a lazy piece of shit. All right. If you're crying about your fucking work conditions, unless you're a fucking, you know, small child working. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not even that grinding years yet. Don't get me started. <laughs> All right. <laughs> listen, listen, I respect those guys that came out on that podcast and, you know, that talked to those people and said, hey, yeah, you know, because we want to, you know, because number one, there's some kind of money in it for them. You know, it is what it is. Number two, Jason Schreier can suck it. Basically, <laughs> is my whole point. I, I don't understand. He got so upset. He did. He so, responded immediately. Like a, of course, like a little bitch. Did. I, I mean, did. that is it. I mean, it was so bad. I was like, oh my god, you know. And then he blocks like fifteen million people. You know, <laughs> like like a god. What a baby. I cannot well, stand babies. That's the other interesting thing, and I sent it to you this morning about the guy, and I don't have his name up in front of me. Someone may uh, from Escapist who yeah, basically had had enough and came out and posted a whole like ten post thread about Jason Schreier, um, mm -hmm. including some information about him that was more internal to the games industry, um, which, given his behavior, seemed to make a lot of sense. Yeah, uh, it certainly wasn't good. Mm -hmm. uh, so. Yeah. yeah, you you mean he's part of like a small little clique of people that only likes his friends and stuff. I mean, I get that, yeah. you know, but at the same time, I also don't, you know, I'm not doing shit to, you know, you can stand on this this hill and, you know, scream down and yeah, shut up. All right. If you could, you know, if you're going to be in that kind of position, then you're going to have to take a little bit of heat. If you don't want it, get out. I mean, that's all I got to say to the dude. I mean, the guy, God, he's such a yeah, you can't take any feedback or criticism, which is None. that's a terrible sign for someone that uh, writes uh, publicly. You yeah. you have to be able to take criticism. That's like writing that's what makes better. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it also keeps you objective. And I think that's the problem. It's like uh, it has to be his view and opinion on something or that's it. You know, and that's again, that speaks to a level of immaturity. Um, not even just in in uh, professional career, right? That's a level of immaturity in in his character. Yeah. Um, so Bitch. <laughs> that's one way to say it. Um, <clears throat> anyway, um, so Cyberpunk. Um, 
Night City Wire episode four is this week, uh, which is cool. They're supposed to be focusing on vehicles. So all about the cars, driving, combat and vehicles, all that stuff is coming this week. It is Thursday um, at 11 a.m. Central time. So whatever that is for you. But um, it's going to be fun to see a little more Cyberpunk. I wonder if that's going to be their last one before launch. Yeah, it's got to be, right? I, well, I guess they could do one right at launch. Yeah, just before. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. it be cool. So, yeah. um, Pompa coming in with another $5 super chat. Pompa, you're that out one, of control, That man. one popped up. Yes, that one did pop up. So who has a bigger list of people being blocked? The Legend Wilmy Hood or Crybaby Jason? <laughs> Gosh, you know, I don't know, man. He's got, I think he's almost at 50,000. He's tens of thousands. Yeah, he. Yeah. I know he was over 35,000 last I talked to him. No, I think he posted the other day. He was like at 48. <laughs> I mean, like, to get that much, I mean, respect for sure. But, I mean, you had just got to just go down a list of people and just be like, like he's got to have a bot. Like a block <laughs> bot. <laughs> you know, I mean. Um, Leo just said, thank you very much, Bompa, as always, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Mo's here. And Leo just said he pasted uh, 50K. Passed, I think he meant to say. He pasted. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. (laughs) That's insane. I love that so much. I don't know how he does it. I need to know his secret because, I mean, that's really the key to Twittering correctly. I I mute people almost every day. um, And I'm I'm closing in on a thousand. Um, But 50,000, to your point, is nuts. That's like, that takes a serious effort. I mean, he should get some kind of award. Much <laughs> <laughs> respect. That's what I can see for that guy. All right. So, you know, another uh, big release that is coming before the new consoles and before Cyberpunk, which I know I'm excited for. I think other people, the excitement for it starting to build after this week is Watch Dogs Legion. Legion, excuse me. Right. Um, so this week we had a whole wealth of info on it. We got some previews uh, from some outlets. We've got the story trailer. We got the first post-launch trailer, which they have a post-launch release schedule, which includes uh, free content as well. Um, and we got the first look at the first part of the season pass, which uh, let's touch on all of that. So did you catch up on this stuff for Watch Dogs? I saw, I saw some of it. I saw the stuff that's in the season pass. And I saw some of the, the videos. Okay. Of, yeah. So the, the story trailer looks really good. Um, yeah, that's they, what I watched. Yep. Yeah, they accompanied it by a live stream with Clint Hawking, who is the game's director. Um, and he's the one uh, who spoke previously about the benefits of this long delay the game had from last year. And I think we're seeing that. So the story trailer not only good looked good, but if you watch the gameplay, tra- excuse me, gameplay live stream, um, it was it was really, really impressive. There were some very, very neat things shown off. And I think uh, it was absolutely the right decision to delay this game as they did. Because what I saw at E3 last year on the the closed door demo they did for us, this is night and day compared to that. Nice. Yeah, I I saw a grandma do the Stone Cold Stunner. um, Sold. Like, literally, that's all I needed to see. It was awesome. I mean, that's it, really. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing else to add. Yeah. So, and then they're going to have post-launch content. Let me make sure I get this right. So, there's a free post-launch content coming on. I want to say it's December third, and I should have had this. I should have had the date up in front of me. Um, let me double check on it while you're listening because I want to make sure I yeah. get it right. I mean, it, it, it's going to be. This is one of those games that kind of it's hitting right at the right spot because it's going to. You know, I don't know how big it's going to be in like scope, 
but I'm hoping it looks huge. Yeah, I'm hoping it's enough so I can cram it into the time it launches in Assassin's Creed. Because like it's gonna go literally, it's gonna go Legion, Assassin's Creed, Cyberpunk. Like so I'm you're, gonna get, you're gonna try to do all the Watchdogs in twelve days and all of Legion it, in nine days. Well, you know, I'm semi-retired anyway, so that was not gonna have to do. <laughs> Yeah, uh, just don't talk to me for <laughs> so it is December 3rd. The first post-launch update includes the online mode for Legion, which includes four player co-op missions, um, real-time dynamic events that occur in the world, and a mode called Tactical Ops, which are dedicated co-op missions for teams. It also includes a PvP arena mode called Spiderbot Arena. Did you see this? That I missed. Okay. So it's literally uh eight player free for all. You know those little spider bots that you can control? Yeah. You, you control one of those in a death match against seven other people. Uh -huh. It looks kind of crazy. Along with the invasion mode. So if you played a lot of Watch Dogs 1, the invasion mode was one of the most played aspects of that game in the long term. Did you ever play that? I did not. Okay. So invasion is um, it's online, right? So you're in your world, basically, your singer player world, and you can enable whether uh, invasion can occur to you. So... If you have it set to on, um, invasion can occur and it lets you know. And basically what happens is some real player, like say I'm playing, right? Mm -hmm. You jump into my world yep. and just be looking like any other human in the city. Cool. Um, and you're trying to find, get to me and basically um, get information on me. And if you succeed in that, you kind of win the little match. Meanwhile, I... In a, uh, I get like a little map, the player world, and it says he's somewhere in this area, like a secluded area, um, and I have to try and figure out which of the humans you actually are. Yeah, I'm gonna be the one with my pants off. It'll <laughs> 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 be Dan. Oh, there he is again. There he is. He's there. His pants are still off. I don't Every know. Every single doing. time. I don't know what the hell he's doing. <laughs> it actually sounds pretty cool. It's actually a lot of fun. It really is. Uh, it was played quite a bit in that first one. I can't remember if it was in Watch Dogs 2 or not, but um, in part one it was. And then um, there's additional free updates coming as well, uh, including new characters, abilities, missions, and new game plus in the future. And then the season pass, you know, Ubisoft still does the whole gold and season pass thing. Uh, the first season pass expansion is called Bloodline, and it'll continue the story of Aiden Pierce, the main character from one along with Wrench from Watch Dogs 2, which Wrench, if you don't know who that is, he's the guy with the digital face mask. Um, and it will also include new, what they're calling hero characters, including a crossover with Assassin's Creed. Craziness. So pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, yeah, definitely excited for it. I was already excited for this. You know, I've been talking about this for a while because I just love Watch Dogs and I love London. Uh, so the two is like peanut butter and chocolate to me. Um, so I'm pumped for it. I can't wait. It's yeah. only shit as of today. It's 19 days. Less Great. So pumped about that. Um, what else we got going on? So uh, Xbox, we talked PlayStation 5, some new game, big games. Xbox uh, this week, they didn't do a lot with the Series X. We saw some more backwards compatibility stuff, kind of frame rate increases. I know this morning um, Digital Foundry did Assassin's Creed Unity of all games. Did you see that? It's Unity, man. Everybody loves Unity. Did not see that yet. <laughs> they they basically said that it's the first time the games run at a steady a lock sixty frames and it's really impressive and okay, you know that's cool. It's cool. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, but I'm not going back and playing Unity, man. We got Valhalla coming next month for God's sakes. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah. Anyway, um, but Xbox did announce this week uh, that FanFest is coming back. So if you remember months ago, FanFest has always been at a big in-person event, right? Um, I went last year in LA to their five-year anniversary event, and they obviously had one scheduled for E3 this year before it was canceled. Um, but they said a few months ago that with everything going on, they're going to find a way to celebrate with fans uh, remotely, digitally. And so they announced this week they're doing just that. So um, Xbox Fan Fest Digital is coming. Uh, sign up, s- sign ups for this, excuse me, uh, open on October 12th, so Monday. Um, so be aware of that. There's no race. I think they just, you know, open up. You're going to get 100 Microsoft points just for signing up. And then what it's going to do is that site will be dedicated to Xbox Fan Fest, and they're going to update events in real time that people can participate in, you know, ongoing into the future. So they haven't really detailed what those events are going to be yet. Um, but it does sound like something, uh, that'll be fun, you know, and, and potentially probably in-game events and things you can compete on. And I'm sure stuff like that. So, well, the first one's the trivia one, right? I didn't see that. If it was, I didn't see it. Yeah. It's 25,000 people. We sign up on the 12th. Okay. I think the first 25,000 get in. It's some kind of trivia about game pass. I want to say, I think is what I saw on their website. So interesting. Yeah. How are they going to yeah. do trivia online? Like. One versus uh, 25,000, apparently. It's going to be 25,000 versus Google. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Hey, Wilmy's in the chat, finally. We were just talking about you, dude. Wilmy's here. Marion's here. What's up, guys? Um, Crazy blocking numbers. Do you have a bot, Wilmy? Yeah, Wilmy, do you have a bot? We were talking about your 50,000 block. Yeah. Whether, you, whether or not. To me. And can you yeah. confirm if you are uh, in a competition with Jason Schreier to see who can block more people? Yeah. I mean, no, no bot. You do this all manually. <laughs> uh, by the way, Marion asks. Um, by the way, Marion's new avatar is freaking awesome. I yeah, love it. Um, ain't, uh, can you sign for free? Or you have to pay a fee for FanFest. FanFest is all free, so you just yeah. sign up. Anyone can sign up. Yep. Mommy said my bot is my finger. We can go a lot of ways with that. Oh, yeah. And uh, and fuck Jason. So there you are. Yeah, you uh, Dan, are you wearing mascara? Are you wearing mascara? I mean, when am I not wearing mascara? So <laughs> I mean, that's really the question. Uh, well, guys. Um, anyway, <laughs> so make sure you sign up. Like I said, it starts Monday. Um, there is a set time it opens up. I don't have that in front of me. I think it was in the well, I think it's like noon Pacific or something. Oh, that is it. Okay. So just be aware. Uh, it is on our site. You can find the link to the uh, official thing. Let's talk about some new IPs, new projects that are in the works, because there was some exciting news nice. that this week as well. Um, so it uh, got, a, got a lot of traffic on our site, actually, because we uh, put together some of the news that we had found and some people reached out to me about Bethesda and some of their studios, which we expected are working on new IPs now, which would be for Xbox Game Studios, right? So two big ones to be aware of. The first is that um, Xenomax Online, uh, creators of Elder Scrolls Online, Um, are working on a new IP and have been since 2018. So they're already two years into pre-production on this new IP. It's going to be open world, um, and it is using a new engine, which is exciting because, as we talked about, I think, last week, right, Um, Starfield, which we all also know is coming in Elder Scrolls Six, are using a new engine as well, Um, which, if you've played Fallout 76 and, you know, some of those games, you kind of know already that Bethesda games need a new engine. They need to be updated. So um, this is really good news. Elder Scrolls Online, from an MMO perspective, is, has a pretty hardcore fan base. Um, you know, it's a solid game, runs well. Um, 
I'm excited to see what they can do in terms of open world. They didn't say whether or not this is an MMO that wasn't mentioned in any of the news or info that I got. Um, but it is exciting to think that another kind of big open world RPG is on the way from a talented studio. Yep. I mean, I don't know how anybody can think this is bad. This is fantastic stuff. Yep. Yep. Man. Uh, yeah. The other is Arcane Austin, one of my favorite studios in, in literally in gaming. Uh, so if you don't know Arcane Austin, they made Dishonored and they made Prey. Um, mm. Super talented studio. So the Arcane has two studios. One is in Lyon, France. They're the ones who are making Deathloop, the game that was supposed to launch with PS5 that was delayed to next year. Um, meanwhile, Arcane Austin made Prey in 2017. Um, you know, had the DLC for that, but they've been working on a new IP as well. And all they said about it is it'll blend the uh, first-person shooter and RPG genres. Perfect. Love it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, from these guys? Yeah, exactly. Prey, yeah, I mean, yeah. Sonder was fantastic, but Prey really, I mean, was so good. Did not get the love. I know. Yeah, but, you know I've yeah. reached that forever here. Oh, so good. No, oh, man, I'm going to see it. Maybe it's like, you know, cyberpunk, but smaller scope <laughs> yeah. now on everything will be compared to cyberpunk yeah like we've done with like for five years yeah um the other one to be uh that uh that was kind of announced last year i mean it was announced but we didn't know too much about it is uh creative assembly so creative assembly if you're not familiar with them they did alien isolation yeah um, that's, that's not me no well that's a hard <laughs> kind of right but i mean yeah. again very talented group of people so they are working on a sci-fi first-person shooter. Um, but what's most interesting about this is more recently is that Neil Blomkamp was at their studio kind of doing something with them on it, whether he was just kind of reviewing it, whether he's uh, consulting on it, you know, giving ideas for it, I don't know. But Neil Blomkamp, again, if you're not familiar with him, he's a director in uh, Hollywood for movies like Elysium and District 9. Um, so he's, you know, he was also the guy who was on deck at one point in time to direct the Halo movie. Mm. So he's a huge sci-fi Hollywood director kind of geek. So it's really neat to see him kind of involved in some capacity to their new IP. Yeah. I mean, it's always, it, it's cool to see kind of, you know, people kind of stepping out of their, you know, their comfort zone a little bit and going, I, it, it could be huge. It could be awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, no idea. In fact, never really heard of Creative Assembly. If I had, <laughs> I'd blocked it out. So sci-fi, awesome, FPS, meh, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's more Bethesda E anyway. So. It, de well, it depends, right? Because when you when you say FPS, there can be so many different things. Yeah. Uh, if you think you know, if you think about a game like Prey, it's technically an FPS. But yeah. it's Call of Duty. They're vastly different things, right? Oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So I, 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 I'm more, it's more of just a perspective thing for me. I've always enjoyed, it's actually funny because I, I, I was more of an FPS kind of guy and then just kind of switched over to some point where I was just like, yeah, this is way easier on me, you know, for some reason it's more, it's an old thing, you know, <laughs> Mo, what's up, man? Uh, Mo with the super sticker. <laughs> <laughs> and, he said he could, yeah, he said it wouldn't let him do a super chat. Let him do a super chat, but it, in the actual YouTube chat, there is a pair. I think that's a pair who is uh, apparently lifting, doing curls while aerobics. Which don't do that. That's that's not what you should be doing. But I appreciate it, Mo. Of course, thanks, man. Is that a butt plug? 
Stop it. What is that? Oh, it's a pear. Weird. Is that what it is? I don't know how you took that and went to there. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> and and to be fair, uh, Walter said a game like Prey may make your mascara run. See that I could deal with that one. Now you talk about Alien Isolation. I booted that up for about five seconds. I was like, yeah, there is zero chance I'm going through this. It's Alien severely yeah. underappreciated. I mean, that is. A I'm sure it's really, really good. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, one thing I figured we'd start doing over the next few weeks is really having a what I call next gen watch because there's a lot of shifting around what games are going to be available on launch day and then kind of around the fall, right, and through the holidays. So a couple updates we got this week on some major games that I know we're excited for. So the Medium, which is a uh, Xbox Series console and PC exclusive. Uh, and again, hard game from Bloober Team. One of my most anticipated games by a long shot because I love Bloober Team. They do some tremendous uh, horror work. Uh, is now coming December 10th, they announced yesterday with a new trailer. So did you happen to watch the trailer at all just for the hell of it? The Medium one? Yeah. Yeah, I watched that one. I mean, I still, I like, like, what? that's not the hard part. It's actually being in that position, you know, <laughs> where it's like, uh, like, like I said, I've made it through like half of people within two. And then it just got to the point where I was like, okay, this is, it's the tense, you know, being that the jump scares get me, you know, I'm afraid I'm going to die, like real, really die, like have a heart attack. It's, 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 it's just like the medium looks so good. Yeah, it does. And it's like one of those games I'm probably never going to play because of it. You know, and I don't even know if I'd watch a stream of it because it's so, you know, I, I was just about to say I'll stream it in December if you want to tune in. Yeah. I mean, it'd be it'd be one thing that's on Game Pass, right? Uh-huh. See, I, I might try it out. That would be hilarious. But I think you should stream it, not me. Yeah, that might. Yeah. I don't know if that'll work. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I, if it's free, I'll give it a shot, maybe, and then see how far I make it. It's why I did with Resident Evil, you know, seven. So yeah, just, just yeah, just a uh, just a reminder. If you've never watched it, we bring it up from time to time that we did make Dan play Resident Evil two, the demo, the remake demo, and it was one of the funniest things I've ever experienced in my life. Yeah, it's it's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not like I don't understand like how how you can enjoy just that. You know, I'm I'm pretty low adrenaline, dude. So it, it's it's I just, I just like to keep it right here, <laughs> even keel. Yeah, on, Bobby, man, I'm ready. I don't know if you're talking to me or Dan, but I I'm I'm ready for sure. We can definitely play some horror games, man. I'm all uh, I love them. You know, yeah, yeah. Will maybe right here be glad you live so far away from me, Dan. <laughs> you know what? That's the worst. Like I mean, it's funny because I love Halloween. Go figure. Yeah, Halloween. Like, this is the best time of the year, man. I love fall. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna have Halloween. I need to get a like a six foot stick. <laughs> Candy on the end. Yeah, I'll just like launch stuff at kids as they walk by. Here's your quest. Uh, dog ball launchers. You know. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell is that? Like this is a new horror game that is um, become quite popular on uh, PC right now. It's it's like fifteen bucks, a shorter experience, but a um, bunch of us were talking about trying it out. It's like a co op horror game. Um, so mm. Quite good, so I might check it out. Go for it. Yep, I'll pretend like I know what it is. <laughs> uh, so that's the medium. The other big one, which I'm really excited for, and we kind of knew about this release date change ahead of time, but is Outriders. So Outriders yeah. was, uh, you know, kind of that new co-op looter shooter type experience that was originally planned to come uh, this fall 
there was kind of speculation it might try and launch with the new consoles, but uh, they pushed it to February. So February 2nd, uh, which I think personally is a, is a good move by a long shot um, because obviously they need a little more time to do work, but they announced this with some really positive news. So Outriders is going to be a full cross-play, cross-progression, and so that's PS4, PS5, Xbox One and Series, PC, and Stadia. They're on Stadia too. Um, and PS4 to PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series upgrades are all free. And they'll be there at launch. Um, mm. so, I mean, it doesn't. That's that's developers, publishers. Give your teams the time to do it like this. There was no reason for them to rush out to launch the fall. Let them take to the February. Do it right. Um, super excited about this game, and I think it'll get more focus being out of the way of games like Cyberpunk and Valhalla and Destiny 2's expansion launches on November 10th. Remember too, with um, the Xbox series. So get out of the way of all those known major titles. Oh, yeah. Let your, let your new IP kind of flourish in a, in a de- more downtime. This isn't a gas though, right? It's more of a, so it's a co-op looter shooter that has that Diablo-ish. loot and stuff will be updated. You know, um, I don't know if you have to be connected online, but I think like the, the loot rolls and stuff are real time rolls. Do you know what I mean by that? Like mm-hmm. when you kill someone, there's a calculation that takes place of what right. drops, and they can update those in real time on the server, I think. But it's not a gas in the sense of, um, it's not Anthem. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get that out there. It's not a gas in the sense of you're getting a piece of the game now, and then you're going to get expansion one and expansion two. So it's the whole game. You're saying it's the whole complete game at launch. Fantastic. Yeah. Sounds so much better than this other garbage that we're seeing. Did you see yeah. that? I think I heard it on a podcast that Deus Ex Mankind Revolution or whatever, the newest one, or yeah, the latest one, yeah. Yeah. It had more concurrent people playing it than Marvel's Avengers on Steam. On Steam. Yeah. Is that not insane? Players. Drop below what? a thousand players. Avengers did. What a shit show. <laughs> I mean, the game wasn't that bad, but man, this is this is why gases are just. I mean, you gotta really nail it, man. Well, I know Steve said you can tell me if you tried it because I haven't played it, but I know what Steve said is that the the game had its own issues. It wasn't terrible, oh, yeah. right? It wasn't great. It wasn't terrible, but the online was broken. Mm-hmm. They said the online was a disaster. Yeah, I tried like twice, and that's from somebody that doesn't ever play online. But I figured, you know, I'll give it a shot. Nothing. I couldn't get nothing to connect. It's so crazy because you had such a good IP there. And, you know, it's the same way with, and we talk about it, I know, and make fun of it and make fun of Anthem all the time. But it's, you've really got a hit. And I said that before, you know, when Anthem dropped and then Division 2 came out shortly yeah. after that, that's how you do it. And then you continue to support it. Yeah. And it's still, I mean, you know, I need to jump back in it because I've missed out a whole bunch They have of a new stuff. season that started last week. Yeah. yeah. That looks awesome. Yeah, I miss that game. They crush because it. it. Yeah, it, it, you've got enough content to yeah. keep you going instead of like this little six-hour single player, and then now it's just yeah. grind your ass off, and it's just like God, this is so bad. No, uh, yeah, yeah. Division two, we've said it a million times. I don't yeah. always get on Anthem. God damn it. This is but, all Hassan's fault. Yeah, Division two. I mean, it just showed it was so much more content, right? And so much right. more to do. It's just ridiculous. So, as Leo said, you can get legendaries, which of course is awesome. 
I'm a looter shooter guy. You know, any loot based game I'm excited for. That's why I want to see more of Godfall because they keep making it sound like it's a loot character ARPG, but then you see it and it's like, I don't see that in what you're showing. Right. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not buying it at launch. I'm going to wait to see, you know, some actual kind of full depth gameplay from people. Um, Bizzle, what's up, buddy? Uh, supporting Dan's Diet Coke habit. He's got two right there. Two so. of them, buddy. <laughs> I'm actually taking it and just putting it around my monitor. <laughs> Thanks, as always, Bizzle, man. Appreciate it. Bizzle posted an awesome image this week. He got his, um, uh, you know, the season gaming skull. He got that uh, in sticker form and put it uh, at his work, which is just fantastic, along with some other awesome stickers as well. <laughs> I'm not putting the cap on. <laughs> now put the ta- <laughs> Yeah, you don't have the cap on your bottle next to your... No, because I'm not going to hit it. Like, if it was, like, right here, then I'd be worried about it. But I also have... My computer is kind of raised up, so if it falls, it's just going to, you know, spill on something that's Famous not my electronics. Famous yeah. last words. Yeah, we'll see what yeah, happens. Cast when I'm sitting here and Dan just suddenly goes blank, you'll know what happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see, like, sparks and then the... Coke incident. <laughs> yep. uh, you know what's funny, uh, Leo, because um, I know Leo is a huge uh, looter shooter guy, plays mm-hmm. Borderlands like mad. Um, he said the legendaries look really cool. This is back on Outriders now uh, with the moving parts on them. And I agree. I think the designs look fantastic. The one thing that annoyed me, and I'd like to hear other thoughts if you guys want, they look like they're doing the loot design, the weapon design, a lot similar to uh, Destiny. And that, to me, is a huge negative. Because I, the loot in Destiny is such a letdown compared to other looter shooters. Because it's every uh, gun in Destiny has like a set kind of attack value. And then you upgrade that. And it's always set, set levels. Um, meaning that like if you have, I don't know, even can name a gun in Destiny, an exotic. But if you have it, Dan, and I have it, and we both fully upgrade it, we have the same exact weapon. And yeah, it's dumb. That's not how looter, how loot games are supposed to be. You've got to have um, roles on those. Like, again, we always go back to Diablo, right? But if you think about the legendary drops of Diablo, Borderlands is even a better example, right, from a shooter perspective. Is that when you get that legendary in Borderlands 3, it can be the same gun that you just got, and it can be vastly, vastly different from how you use it with your class and your build, as well as like elemental effects, rate of fire, reload speed, all these other things, right? Um, so I really hope that Outriders does more of the uh, uh, random, random rolls on their weapons rather than going with the Destiny model, just because Destiny is popular. Agreed. So. Yep. We'll see what happens, man. It's probably, you know, but being a launch game, it's going to, you know, that'll benefit it a little bit. Um, it's one of those games where we've seen so much of it, and but we've seen nothing. Like, I still really don't, <laughs> like, get the whole thing. But it, it's, we'll see. It looks good. I mean, like, the game looks really good. Pretty, you know. And, yeah. and people can fly, know how to make a shooter. Like, it feels really right. solid mechanics, awesome gore we've seen out of it. Like, it looks really kind of intense. So, yeah. Right on. Um, Marion, don't you start. Yeah. It's a, we've, we've already gone. Don't you start. Down the hole. <laughs> um, yeah, Wilmy's got a good point, too. Is who's tired of the same games basically reskinned and copying each other? I think that's, you know, that's kind of where we are in the industry. It's it's hard. It's kind of like it's, it's hard to find something that's truly unique. Yeah. Um, 
nowadays. So we'll see. Hey, Fastback's here. What's up, Fastback? I know. I think the uh, I know Fastback at the uh, NLG crew, which is turning into yeah. the uh, Amico um, launch. That's right. Yeah. So I'll have to go back and check that out. And Sean yeah. showed up. Sean's here too. Yep, Sean's here. Some hey, Sean, Sean, I'm gonna have to, yeah, I got some Christmas presents I'm working on right now, so I need to get a hold of you, dude. I will hit you. <laughs> there you go. Be uh, awesome. A couple other things on this next gen uh, watches. Uh, we got the new trailer for Sackboy. I know it's hard to talk about Sackboy without bringing a smile, but I love platforming games. I honestly didn't expect to be interested in this. Um, now I am. We've got the special edition coming. I'm ready to go, man. Let's support some platforming games. Yep. I'm, yeah, it looks awesome. Like I, I'm not. I suck at platformers, but I love playing them. It's really weird. So, <laughs> like, I bought Crash because I was like, well, you know what? I haven't played a good plat- platformer Sorry. for a while. Oh, you're fine. I was and, just gonna say I've heard Crash is amazing. It's awesome. Yeah. It is so good, and it's 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 forgiving, but you know, and and it looks amazing. I mean, like it, the way it runs. I mean, I, I can't even believe how good it looks. But you were hitting that right at the end of the generation, yeah. Kind of thing. It's not like the same, you know. I mean, it's the same, but they've added enough stuff to kind of keep it interesting and keep it yeah. fresh. But it's it's really really good. I've heard I, a lot of people say it's the best Crash game ever made. That might be true. Yeah, yeah, it's yep. cool. It's awesome. Um, then we also found out, which I got really excited for, and it shouldn't be surprising, of course, but that, uh, you know, they have collections that were, that came out for Wolfenstein, right? Four games in one collection of the new Wolfenstein games. And then a separate collection with Dishonored and Prey, the Arcane bundle, which is Dishonored 1, 2, Death of the Outsider, and then Prey all together. Um, they announced this week that, um, series, uh, enhanced versions are coming. So Xbox series consoles only. Um, so this is kind of interesting, right? This is getting to that point where the bundles released on PS4 and Xbox One, um, they're going to get enhancements for the series consoles. PS5 is not listed. Yeah. Well, wait, now I don't have to rebuy them, right? Uh, I don't. Be, I don't. Like, yeah, I would think they, uh, yeah, because it's already released, and everything with Xbox is just upgrade, especially okay. it being uh, Bethesda, right? Which is first party now, right? So, but I, I I got excited because I started playing Prey again on the computer, but the controller support on Prey on PC is a disaster. Gross. You have to go through like this weird setup to even get it to work. And then once it works, it locks your mouse and the controller into the game. So you can't control the rest of your computer while the game's running. That's dumb. It's, it's broken as hell. So what I did was I said, once I heard this news, I was like, forget it. Uh, I'll just wait until we get the Series X enhancement for Prey, and I'll go back and play it again there in stream. Nice. So, lastly, the biggest news of the week, and I've saved this, you know, just to make sure that we didn't overlook it. Mm-hmm. Um, we did get confirmation that November twelfth, you will be in Bug Snack Seven. Damn right, you will. Hot dog hands, man. That's right, baby. We'll be all over that shiz. Except now, I, I, the more I see of it. No, I'm not going back on my bug snacks hype. <laughs> That'll never happen. What I'm saying though is, it looks almost a little bit more Pokemon-ish than I wanted, than more than less Viva Pinata-y, I guess, is what I was hoping for. But it looks funny, is what I'm hoping. It's, 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 that's uh, and come on now. I mean, it's not gonna, you know, <laughs> this isn't Miles Morales or you know a Halo game or you know this is bug snacks, you know. <laughs> 
set expectations as needed, but yeah, you know, I'm still buying it because it looks I, awesome. Well, I think the funny thing is, right, because of the because of these types of conversations, it's become a meme. It's become a thing. It's definitely going to increase sales. Hell yeah, yeah. yeah, people are going to be like, oh, man, Buck Snacks outsold everything this, you know, launch at next gen. We're going to look back on six years and be like, oh, yeah, you remember Buck Snacks? Buck Snacks right. crushed it. Killed Hell, it. Knack, Knack sold a lot of copies. Yep. Yep. You know, it was a launch game for a new system. It is what it is. Fucking Buck Snacks. Um. Well, we said we got to get you online and play some games, man. That's my biggest thing, man. I can't. Okay. I, I here, you know, it's funny because I'm writing a review for Squadrons right now. Yeah. And I play had the MP at all. What? You play the MP at all? That's why it's taking so long because I'm trying to get into that, you know, because I think that's an important important part of the review. Obviously, yeah. that's a huge part of it, you know. So. Like I, I, it has some issues as far as matchmaking and stuff goes. But um, once you actually do get in, it, it's it's a it's a shit show. Like you know, I, I get people like yelling and screaming, and like it immediately becomes, you know, just annoying. And you, you just like people yelling my gamer tag at me. Really? Yeah. Like I've gotten into like five or six matches. And it's just every time it's something else, you know, either there's connection issues or I've got some kid in there that is 12 years old that's, you know, using words that he shouldn't be. You know, <laughs> and, 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 or I've got this one, you know, probably 20-something-year-old kid that, you know, is just yelling for no reason. Hmm. Like, Rapture! You know, just it, it just it drives me crazy. Yeah. So, so it's always driven, you know, I, I've gotten away from playing multiplayer games. And we, we, you know, we get on every once in a while, play some co-op stuff, you know, we have in the past. And it's, that's about as much as I can handle. So so yeah. next time you do that and you're hearing all this shit, just start a party, set it to private, and join the game. You won't hear anything. Just yeah, that's 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 what I did eventually. Yeah. But, you know, it took me three hours to figure out how to do that on PlayStation. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, one, it's not intuitive to... I don't ever do it on PlayStation. So, so uh, Pompa says that uh, Greg Miller said you're out searching and discovering new bugs. Sounds like Pokemon. Yeah, that, yeah. that's interesting. That's a little bit. Yeah, that's a little bit disappointing. Yeah, but Especially you know, Sackboy is uh, looks so good from a platforming perspective. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I'm it not looks insane. Uh, hey, so what's up, brother? Friends over at Game on Daily. How you doing, guys? Mm-hmm. Um, I know their show's going live. Mo-, Mo is actually on their show here in like right after ours, basically. Nice. So cool. Um, there was one other thing. Um, yeah, Walter said, uh, "Do you see this stupidity um, that you know they're Baldur's Gate and everyone's like making basic?" And I, you know, I had to step up with our. This is Whiskers 2.0, Baldur's Gate, mm-hmm. Whiskers, and you know he had to he had to come out and tell him what's what. What <laughs> <laughs> is wrong with his face? What? God. Hey. hey. Yeah, better quality than hey. your dog. Last beam up in here. Whiskers. They call him Whiskers again. What did I just say? That's terrible. You gotta. You should have came up with something like you know, like like go with you know. Then again, I use Queefy all the time, so that's that's my character's name. Whiskers being insulted. <laughs> you hearing this shit? Yep. You look at this. I don't want to hear it. I want to hear it. <laughs> See, Mo said he looks Tell good. Him, Tell him, Mo. He looks fantastic. Show some respect. Whiskers 2.0. Did you did you take like no, longer than 40 seconds? That was a joke. His name's Whiskers. 
that was in Dark Souls. So he's actually carrying yeah, over he the moves to different games and becomes the character he needs to become in that game. Okay. That's fair. That I enjoy. Yeah, okay. Thank yeah. As Sean said, he's gorgeous. Leave him alone. No. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. How dare you? How dare you, sir? Say, hey, wait, will, 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 will Whiskers be playing on Halo when it comes out? On Halo Infinite? You just make like a big red head? You can't do that now. We'll have some red sparks. Oh. We'll, we'll pay homage to Whiskers. But Whiskers, more importantly, assuming character creation is the same as the Souls games, Whiskers will be doing a launch night stream on November 12th with Demon Souls. Mm. So he's coming. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you got to tune in. <laughs> I mean, not free. You know, you got to tune in. I can't even get Twitch to work half the time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what time it is. I got so mad like during the show. I don't know yeah, if I got already went out the dryer. Yeah, that was my big thing. You know, another thing is, you know, just I tried to clean up my timeline. We can do this together, folks. You know, it takes a it's a team effort. So I, I sometimes I get on there and I, I'm like looking at tweets. I'm like, okay, let me go check and see what you know this guy is complaining about. And then I can never find it, <laughs> which is good because that means I'm doing something right. You know, so like like gaming. Twitter has become like people getting fake outraged over fake outrage or non-existent outrage because it actually doesn't exist. Sometimes I think we make stuff up so that we have something to bitch about. Now, <laughs> don't get me wrong. It's full of assholes. Wilmy, you know, it's a prime example of how, you know, to control your shit. You need to finish that sentence with something. <laughs> no. <laughs> you said, it's full of assholes. Wilmy is a prime example. <laughs> That's not what I meant. He is, is corralled. You know, <laughs> you, you blocked 50,000 people. It's not just, you perfect. know. Yeah, it's perfect. That's how you need to do Perfection. it. But I still see it where it's just like, I look at something, I'm like, okay, what did this guy say? I'm like, I'm looking through. I'm just like, well, nobody really said anything. Like, I think it, like, people make stuff up sometimes. And it's in, infuriating because that just kind of perpetuates something that may not even be that bad. It happens every day, man. And then people share it and it spreads. And yeah. yeah. Yeah, just make sure you know, Wilmy. I'm not. I'm, I'm all respect to you. I mean, you do a fantastic job, and I really need to learn these ways, you know. But you know, it, but that's it's just crazy to me. I mean, yeah, I see, it it's just it's it's so annoying because I've, I like I said, I, I've gotten to the point now where I'm actually like, oh, this is not bad, you know. And then every once in a while, something creeps in there, and I'm just like, nope, gotta get rid of them. Yep. So, well, the uh, you know, going to that level too, I heard. So, I'm going to call this out since Wilmy's here too. Is apparently, and I don't know all the details, so if I get this wrong, sue me. But I did talk to Bomber about it. But someone apparently either reached out to Wilmy or posted a comment in chat or something about getting Bomber off of GBTB because he was, you know, he had an opinion on older games or something. And I was like, how? How arrogant do you have to be to come on to someone else's show and think that your opinion matters enough to tell the host of the show and his friend and community member to <laughs> take him off of the show because nope. you don't like what he said? Nope. Like, what? That's insane to me. Yeah. You guys can see what I'm doing off camera. People, freak out. People are crazy, man. I don't know. It like, Bomber's so like one of the best. And Bomber's like one of the nicest guys. <laughs> He's like super nice. <laughs> really nice guy. Like the only thing he ever gets mad at is all access. 
And that's literally the only thing I've ever Which seen. he has all right to be mad Yeah, he absolutely does. And that's yeah. it. Who, yeah. How can you not like that guy? I don't know. No. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, but that just goes to show the level that some of these people out there in the community. But why are they showing up to the show? Uh, that's the point. Why are you tuning in? And and yeah. the nice thing is, you know, we get to talk like this. I, I love that we don't worry about that stuff. Like everyone that comes on here is just super nice and awesome. And uh, it's great. But yeah, those those a-holes are out there, man. You, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, I think, you know, I to my point, I just try to avoid it and try not to give, you know, them credence. Yeah. You, you don't want to do it. Yeah. Because, because then it just makes it that much worse. <laughs> Agreed. Well, somebody yeah. is, is the worst thing you could probably do unless they're just completely, you know, being a piece of shit. And then, you know, you just have to call them out, then block them. So yeah, it is what it is. So but, my thing, I, I just wanted to shout out one thing I was finding disappointing. I'm not, we don't name names. I'm not talking about anyone in particular, but one of the things that's driving me crazy right now um, is there's a lot of um, a lot of this you see on Twitter again, really social, just the gaming community where it's like people are trying to gain clout or popularity or followers, whatever the hell you want to call it by constantly like, tagging executives or tagging well-known members of the community or or trying to create controversy to your point like i've seen some good content creators lately start to dabble into that realm of you know you guys are good content creators you're balanced you're intelligent and now because you start to gain a little notoriety you're starting to push into fanning the the fanboy stuff you know what i mean and starting to really like push your push yourself in this way to try and gain a little more notoriety. It's just disappointing to see. It's like the, that's how we end up in a gaming community full of sites that are posting shit clickbait day in, day out because everyone's trying to get that next hundred hits or thousand hits or whatever. And it's like, if you're out there and you're making good content, whether it's videos, articles, sites, whatever, man, stick to it. Let's overcome this together. Yeah. We're going to, yeah. The thing is with that, you know, we do it for the right reasons. If you're doing it for, you know, that's why I like it here so much because we, we don't have to worry about all this other stuff. We don't have to worry about clicks. We don't have to worry about being monetized. We don't have to, we can just do what we like to do and our passion, you know, for the hobby should come through in that. You know, I, I don't have to do this bitcast. I don't have to write articles. I enjoy doing it. And once you stop enjoying it and it becomes too much, then you walk away. But until then, it, it's it's it just blows my mind and most of these shows that i have seen are all the same like they're all the same people it's like the same show every day of the week it's just a different show but <laughs> <laughs> like, no i just saw that dude on this guy's show and that guy yeah it's basically it's the same people over and over again and it's it, but it's crazy how much it had you know it's just like a they get the same amount of viewers all the time, thousands and thousands of viewers. And that's great for you. You know, that's fine. I don't care about the numbers, you know, but it just blows my mind that it's just people and you see that validation. To that your point, too, you see things. that on, um, I was going to say the same thing. So, you know, we already see it on sites. You, you know, the sites like Kotaku and those that yeah. have to post the bullshit just to get clicks. And, you know, the worst now in the community, which is creeping up more and more, is you see it on YouTube. It's like, Someone can take a, a single quote from a Twitter comment in a thread mm -hmm. from last week and they'll turn it into like a 10 minute YouTube video. And yeah. then you see that same video 
from 30 different people. Yes, from two followers that posts like three times a year. Like he comes on and says like one thing and it's like, whoa, well, this is. Yeah, this is my next video right here. 10 minutes. Yep. Let's talk about this. And I don't know who you are, you know, 7283B slash, <laughs> but, you know, you really pissed me off. So uh, I'm yeah. going to make money. Anyway, that, that I was just, and hey, I'm not, do whatever you're going to do. I don't, you know, do whatever you're going to do. But I just, there's, I, it's disappointing to see that there are a bunch of other good content creators out there yeah. that are, you know, they're doing things for the right reasons. You said it best. Do it for the right reasons, right? Enjoy the passion, the hobby. What got us into the love of this in the first place? Stay right. away from the bullshit. Yeah. Um, th- because e- say you even get a thousand more clicks or five, th- whatever it is, you get more clicks for doing that. What does that matter? It's not doing anything for you. No. Let's be honest at the end of the day. Yep. I'm just, yeah, I can't deal with it. And, and, you know, and, and then years from now, when you look back on that, I'm going Braveheart here. Years from now, when you look back on the content you created, like someone like Crap Gamer, who people talk about, it's shit. You've yeah. created nothing but shit for years. And yeah, you can literally, you, you, your recommended videos watching that are literally the same video with the same, the same people <laughs> with a different thumbnail at the beginning. That is literally the only difference between most of these shows. Yeah, you know, and that's every single side. You know, I don't care what you tell me. I never understand it. I understand people need validation. Twitter's not the place to get it. You're going in the wrong direction, dude. That's, that's correct. Yeah. Um, by the way, Asa called out, and he's he is correct here. Um, you do have to do the big cast. Just want to put yeah. that out. I'm not going anywhere. I mean, I'm <laughs> two hours a week. What the hell, you know? What else right. going on? That's great, Argus. Let's talk about. So uh, let's talk about currently. Uh, playing a new game. So we did have some new games this week, some big ones. So um, Fall Guys Season 2 came out. Um, you know, that's a big thing, a lot of players. Biggest game released this week, I think, by far, is Baldur's Gate 3. Um, so Baldur's Gate 3, a lot of people have been waiting on that huge release from Larian Studios, the D&D stuff. Um, obviously, we touched on Crash 4. I think Crash 4 technically came out last Friday, right? Um, yep. And then uh, I know probably nobody cares about this but me. But NHL 21 is out on uh, EA Play, and I've been playing that the past couple of days. Awesome to get back into uh, online um, NHL playing. So, um, want me to touch on Baldur's Gate 3? Yeah, man. I want to hear about it, dude. So, I uh, did a launch night stream of it on Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday. I guess it went whenever the hell it went live. Dave got away from me. Um, it's awesome so far. So, Larian Studios, if you're not familiar, right? Divinity, Original Sin, one and two, some very uh, well-made, highly celebrated games. Um, got the the permission from, um, um, God, I'm going blank on the company that owns the rights to D&D, not Wizards of the Realm, Wizards of the Coast. And um, essentially, you know, took over Baldur's Gate 3. And um, what you have is you essentially have a next-gen style Divinity mixed in in the DD universe with DD mechanics so the really cool thing about it is um first of all as as i'll just remind you again and if you insult him i'll just mute you um you have a really cool character creator um at the start so it's very in-depth there's tons of classes and races and backgrounds and skills i mean it's super super deep and then once you get into the game um again as you would experience with divinity it's very in-depth right but the really neat thing is, like, say I'm fighting and I'm going to cast a spell. It's all D&D mechanics. So, like, cast a fireball. It measures the distance to that person, gives you your percentage to hit it, right, depending on all of that person's attributes. 
And then when it hits, it's actually doing that die roll for you. So it'll say on there like 2d6 plus 4. You know what I mean? So it's rolling two six-sided dies and then adding four to the total for the damage. And so you're getting that um, you're getting that feel like a true D&D experience. And even cooler in that regard, which I really, really like and will give the game massive replayability, is in conversations. So like in conversations I've had, you'll get multiple options to respond to people, right? So you can get options based on your class, your race, your background, the skills you have. You'll get different options. So like I'll have one for my race where it's like I have additional perception and it'll say you could use this to, you know, say this um, and then it'll come up. You know, you have a you have to roll a 12 or higher to convince this person to do X. Right. Um, once you make that decision, it doesn't it doesn't tell you what that number is. So you say, OK, I'm going to say this to the person. It comes up on the screen with the die and the number you need and you roll. And if you don't get that number, say I need a 12 and I roll a 10 right you fail and that that's it there's no re-rolling there's no going back there's no changing your decision so mm -hmm. like i found this magical beast wandering around this boar right and it started to talk to me this is early on in the game and i had to say something to it to convince it and i needed like a 14 and i rolled like a six um and it said you know roll failed and this happened and he just disappeared i i have no idea what would have happened if i got that roll there's you know um, so you can, if I really wanted to, you can save every two minutes and relaunch saves constantly if you want to. But I think it's a lot more fun to kind of play the game as it approaches you, you know, and just go with what would happen in a D and D campaign. So I'm loving it. So, it okay. I'm loving it. Yeah. I mean, you, you, that's only like, what, like a first act. They it's the first act, which they said is campaign wise is about 25 to 30 hours. Um, but there's a whole bunch of other stuff in it between all the classes and options, you know, all the other crap that can happen to get more time out of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're, and they're, they've already released three updates for it since it launched. Jeez. So they're, they're continuing to update it and they're taking feedback. If you own the game, you can give feedback as they continue to develop the rest of it. So it's, it's really well done. Yeah. Gosh. It's one of those yeah. games where like, if I get it, I know I'm going to, you know, I know what's going to happen. I'll play it for. Well, you just play Wasteland too, which yeah, is even more in depth. So you could really lose yourself in it. Yeah, it's gonna be a problem. I might. Have to, <laughs> uh, we'll see what happens. But it's it's really good. If um, you know, I'm gonna try and put some more time into it. Um, I may end up reviewing it from an early access perspective, um, if I can get enough time into it. I've just been playing too many things. Um, as usual, but it also uh, is really good from a setup on the PC as well, meaning tons of options for video, frame rate, you know, tech, everything. You can customize it any way you want. So like when I was streaming, I was playing it in 1080p native at 120 uh, FPS, all ultra everything. And then when I'm not streaming, I'm going back and played in full ultra wide. Everything's supported. So it's awesome. It is. Yep. Oh, man. So you've been uh, you're writing our squadrons review. I know we touched on it last week. Uh, did you finish single player? Yeah, so I finished single player. It's funny when I started writing the review just for that section, you know, because I, I while still playing the multiplayer stuff, um, and I <laughs> I'm sitting here writing it, and I'm like, man, I, I put way too much. It's there's so much. It's so in depth as far as like the controls and stuff go. Yeah. You know, and this is playing on the flight stick um, within VR. So I did that for 
the entire campaign. I also came back and played some of the game with a controller without the VR headset because I wanted to get kind of the idea of like how it played, what it looked like, how much better it looked, you know. And now it's mostly multiplayer stuff, um, which I felt really, really good about going into multiplayer. Um, thought I was doing really good in the game. Didn't even <laughs> played it on a, a not easy level. So it was, and then all of a sudden it was just like, you get in and you just get annihilated if you get in at all. And then, you know, so it's like every once in a while you get a match or two that's pretty good. And then I thought I'd have all these advantages having the VR headset and the flight stick and stuff. And I was like, man, I'm a badass. And then I realized I'm not, you know, it's just, it's just weird how the mechanics, they don't really transfer over to multiplayer, uh, which is a weird thing to say. It's, it's the same mechanics, I guess, but like the, like the damage output and stuff like that. I don't know if I just played like normal wasn't the place to play, I guess, but um, I'm going to go back and play through the campaign again. I think after the review's done. So okay. that's like anything else. Like if you go play halo five on normal, the campaign and you'll be blasting aliens like crazy, you jump into multiplayer, you're going to get slaughtered. It's not yeah. even close to the same thing. Yeah. It's not fun. And Wilmy calls you out. Uh, not that me and Wilmy. Oh, no. That's 100% accurate. Yeah, yeah. I think that's all of us, um, sadly. Yeah. Yep. Pass back. Appreciate it, man. I just looked at Dan's name for today. I'm afraid to ask vacuum all the bugs. Now it's dust out. <laughs> that, we didn't talk about that in the teardown video, despite your name, did we? The actual dust holes on the console that they said you can vacuum out. Yeah, I've never seen anything like that. It's, like, it's capture dust, I guess. That's like the word. Yeah, I guess it's probably the way the airflow goes, you know, internally, and it just collects dust in that spot. Yeah. Very strange. I need a very tiny vacuum. Yeah, I know, right? It's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Little shot back. <laughs> Thanks, Fastback. Always appreciate it, man. Yeah. Uh, um, I played, like we talked about Crash a little bit. Yep. Fantastic. Um, I, 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 I want to get it, but I'm between NHL and Baldur's Gate, as I said, yeah, is ridiculous. It, and Watch Dogs is in two weeks. It's like, I. Uh, I want to support it, but I know I won't have time to play it. Yeah, it's it's one of those games where you can kind of play, like I kind of jump from that to you know in, into that from other games. It's kind of nice. Yeah, you know, it's it's where I can just go play a level, be done with it, and then we're good. Shizno's got a good idea. I'm good with that. <laughs> What's up, Shizno? Good to see you, man. And uh, Wilmy said we're changing our name next year to Elder House Gaming. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, well seasoned gaming. Yep. <laughs> Overcooked. Oh, and and you've been playing, uh, did you try Fall Guys season two by chance? No. No. You give up on that? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure I have some in game currency there. Nice. And, yep. Nice. That's that's normal though. I, did, I have. Yeah, I started that Genshin Impact game. Yeah. Here's I installed it the day before I was reminded that Baldur's Gate was coming out, and I was like, "Well, that was stupid." Yeah, I don't know what it's about still. I'm still like you, you it's one of those games that you it just basically launches you into it and you're like there's really nothing tutorial wise i mean there, there is it's just like okay press this to jump and press yeah i don't know what's happening like i don't like games where you, it doesn't give you any kind of you know, context like, i think yeah yeah there's no context and I, I got it like the it's weird because like the menus are so i mean i know this is a chinese game so it's a little bit different but like if i go to inverted 
you know, to switch on and off. It says like open closed. You know, oh. like yeah, you know, it's like okay, I don't know what that means, but I'm just <laughs> because I need to. And then you know, like the menu for me doesn't work. Like I'm used to having like a radio menu work. Like yep. I down left bumper, I use the right right stick to whatever stick to go over and select. Yeah. And just nothing ever happens. I'm like, so I have to like hold down left bumper and then like quickly tap the direction and then it, the menu pops up whatever I'm trying to do. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, maybe there's a, a setting for that. I I haven't looked. Um, it's gorgeous. It really, really, I mean, it is Breath of the Wild to a T. I mean, almost. Don't insult it like that. It's, that's it. That's, I mean, the, even the enemies, you know, but there's, a, it's a lot deeper. And there's a lot, you know, there's different characters you can play as. There's, the, you know, it, there's a lot of stuff going on. I'm trying to figure out, like, I haven't got very far because it's just, it was frustrating me so much that I couldn't, you know, like, I just don't know what I'm doing. And when you do a game, like, it, it's, I, I need some kind of a little bit more direction, you know, maybe, maybe I need to go maybe another hour with it and then see. How long have you played it? Maybe two hours. Okay. Which I thought was, you know, by that point you should actually know what the hell I'm doing, but I don't, and uh, maybe that's a me thing. You know, I understand the combat; it's pretty easy to understand. That that kind of stuff is pretty easy. There's a the the leveling and stuff is pretty deep, I think. Okay. Um, but I still don't understand like what kind of game it is. That's where I'm still. <laughs> you know, it's like Breath of the Wild. Is it a, like an RPG? Is it like a you know? There's microtransactions in it, but I don't. I've never seen or what they're for. I've, you know. Apparently, it, you have to roll for new characters, and you can. Yeah. As well, a gotcha game, which I had to look up because I had no idea what that was. Yeah. So you can uh, apparently get characters, but also items and stuff too. So there's a couple guys in chat here saying they've played quite a bit. So yeah, I'm gonna have to like reach out because I love the look of the game, and it plays like just the mechanic, like the fighting. It that's great. Like there's so much I like about it. But I also don't like. Maybe I'm just an idiot. You know, that could be just the problem. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, what the hell is going on? So I did install it. Um, I installed it on PC because it does have full crossplay. So um, yeah, if we, you know, we should get a group maybe together and try it out one night. But I, I correct me if I'm wrong, chat. Um, but I'm pretty sure you have to um, get to like adventure level 16 or something before you can do co-op. Yeah, I heard. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know how long that is into the game. I don't know if that's an hour or like 10 hours or what. Hassan yeah. says he's playing it right now <laughs> as, we, as we got this on. Yeah, so I might try it out here a little bit. Okay, I'll be back on Baldur's Gate. Uh, <laughs> you play anything else? That's pretty much it. I, I got funny because I played through Mafia and then I went and installed oh, Mafia 3. Good. Yeah. I oh, you went back to Mafia 3? Yeah, I love that game. That one is like one of my... Like, I don't know why people don't like it. I understand there, it had issues, especially at launch. But damn, the story is so good. Mm. It's such a good job with the story. I never played I still got the collector's edition sealed. God damn, man. I need to play. So I am playing Mafia Definitive. Um, I, think, um, I think I'm halfway through it. I am trying to do, like, a mission every day or every other day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so good. It is yeah. so good. Really mm -hmm. enjoying it. So, um Anyway, um, uh, Bizzle, I don't know if someone can answer this for Bizzle. He said, can you party up? That's in Genshin. I think it is four-player. Um, yeah, it's co-op at some point. Yeah, once you get, you get to, to make, yeah. a certain level. I think I'm like level four. So. Okay. <clears throat> um, 
The only other thing I've been playing, like I said, NHL, I don't think a lot of audience uh, plays that, but I always get in in the preview because I play EASHL with a few friends um, where we always play the club league and stuff, and it's good. Uh, the presentation on it this year is really good, and um, it plays really smooth. I've had no problem finding matches even in this game preview mode because the game doesn't officially release till Friday, next Friday. Um, so it's just been a blast. Spent a few hours on that the past couple nights going nuts. Um, nice. So if you do like NHL, it's a good one. All right. So um, I think we're going to get ready to head out of here. We do have some stuff to talk about, though. Um, one, for the people in the audience, I uh, just wanted to say a thank you because we've seen kind of record engagement on the podcast. So we're, you know, I think the last like three weeks, we're over, either right next to or over like 500 views on YouTube, um, as well as, uh, you know, tons of uh, listens on the podcast services. So the highest we've seen in, I think, ever. Um, if I, the way I look at it. So it's been, uh, it's been really great to see and uh, just super appreciative of all you guys regulars tuning in, but new people finding the podcast too. I've had a few people reach out um, over the past couple of weeks, just saying, Hey, never listened to you before came to you from either the Lords or gaming beyond the box or others. And uh, really love the show. So really, um, really nice to see. So appreciate that. Um, coming up, what do we got coming up? So we've got, uh, we've got your squadrons review, right? We've got, um, Hades review, but also Steve has written a, an article on Hades. Um, he has it as one of his games of the generation. Um, yeah, he adores Another the game. game. But he wrote a perspective on it, not a review, but like a perspective on it from like a roguelike perspective and how it compares in that genre. So that'll be going up on Monday. Um, what else was uh, guests next week? So uh, Archimedes will be on next week. He was possibly going to join us this week, had a commitment. He'll be on next week with us. We may do a, go back to a four-person show next week as well. And then we still need to coordinate. We've been talking. We still need to coordinate the SG show. Yeah. We need to get um, uh, Elu, Phasma, Steve, um, you know, get everyone kind of on one, um, on show together. We'll do that one of these weeks in the future. Um, definitely. Yeah, Maybe we'll do it during the hol- one of the holidays. That'd be fun. Like do a holiday special with everyone from SG. It'd be fun. Yeah. We can all dress up as, you know, whatever. I'll, I'll keep one of my like eight helmets here and I'll just change them throughout the show. Well, I was thinking more like, you know, put a damn Santa hat on and, <laughs> and a beard. I'll Check put a Santa out. hat on my doom helmet. Okay. That's fair. You do that. <laughs> I'm down. Let's do it. All right. All right, cool. Well, thanks. Thanks as always, everyone who's listening. Uh, like I said, just continue. Thank you for the support um, and love. It's, it's awesome. So uh, as always um, we will, uh, I, I messed up this closing. I messed it up entirely. So yep. anything else you want to say? I'll let you close it out. You close it How out. About, we got to make sure that our nice uh, outro is ready to go. Ready, so we give that opportunity. He's ready to go. All right. <laughs> thank you guys for, you know, coming and watching and the chat. You guys have been awesome. Um, other than that, man, I'm ready to chat on this food that's been sitting here in front of me because my wife brought me some. So excellent. There you yep. go. So, Big Cast 126. We will see you next Saturday. Peace.